Welcome back to episode 57 of Off the Wall Podcast. I'm Melo with Kyle and Matt today. It is the middle of January and it seems like we're at a halt right now. There is not much going on. Minor moves have been made, but it seems like all the big fish are gone. They have their new ball club or in case of judge, you're staying with your same team. So what's up, guys? Well, I think you summed it up pretty perfectly. Not a not a whole lot going on, but we still got a little, like you said, little moves to talk about here and there. Some teams making final additions and World Baseball Classics coming up, so get to talk about that a little bit. Yeah, yeah these these yeah. couple days are the dark. These are kind of like the dark days of the MLB off season. It's like we've already, you know, the winter meetings have passed. All the big signings have happened. Now it's like you can see spring training. You can see World Baseball Classic. You can see opening day in front of you, but you know you're still far away from it. So we're almost there out of the woods. Yeah. Should be thankful for World Baseball Classic this year. A lot of years we have nothing during this time. Or lockout like last year during this time. So, Yeah. We have to force ourselves to watch meaningless spring training games. <laughs> that, that's always a fun adventure. Yeah. <laughs> so the topic of discussion today, a couple minor moves we're going to discuss. And I guess we'll kind of, not really, we'll kind of jump in with one of the teams in their rosters because they've made a lot of moves. And then you're going to be hearing this a lot in the next couple weeks, but World Baseball Classic going to be looking at the rosters, breaking it down. We'll make predictions, I think, once we get closer to it, but we don't have to worry about that right now. So, Yeah. What the hell happened in the last week? <laughs> exciting. <laughs> um, I, I guess the most exciting one, we'll go over cuts, right? Yeah. Going back home finally. I think this is good for both sides, frankly. Kutch, he's kind of – Drifted around a little bit since he was with the Pirates. I mean, he had, I think he spent the most time in Philly, actually. But this is, it's good for him. He he seemed to like it, love it there, frankly. And Pirates fans definitely embraced him. And yeah, I think a win for both sides overall. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. Go ahead, Kyle. Go ahead, Kyle. Yeah, I mean, you summed that up pretty good, Matt. Um, I I love this move for both sides. I mean, no other place really made sense to me. Uh, McCutcheon's obviously um, at the end of his career. Uh, he's slowly drifting off. Uh, he adds a very big leadership role to this team, young team, guys like O'Neill Cruz. Um, not sure how much longer Brian Reynolds is going to be there. But for these younger guys coming up, this Pittsburgh team has somebody to look up to, and it's somebody who is very, very well-respected around the game. Um yeah, I, I think this is a perfect, a perfect honey, a honeymoon move. Yeah, I agree. This seems. I mean, I don't know how many years he has left. But doesn't this kind of seem like the farewell tour? Kinda. It it seems. Like... I'm not saying he's gonna pull a Pujols and hit 25 home runs this year. I don't I don't know if McCutcheon is in close to any like records or anything but it, it was it was cool to see him come back to Pittsburgh where it all started and you never know he might catch lightning in a ball again 
Yeah, I think he's... more fans are definitely going to come back and we'll yeah, see and Andrew McCutcheon again. They need that. That stadium is empty a lot of times. But, uh, I mean, one year, $5 million fits good with a sort of piece-together Pirates roster, to say the least. They kind of – they signed a couple people in the offseason, and they're not looking to compete, but at least they're not pulling in A's, and they're going to be having major league talent on, on the field for the game. So, I think we got to – we got to love this move for both sides and – who knows? Like Melo said, maybe he can have a pretty decent season and it'll come back for another year. Maybe I hope it doesn't happen. Maybe he's a rental and they trade him off, trade him off at the end of the for the second half of the season. But you never know. Yeah, I think that's worst case scenario for Pittsburgh. Yeah, you signed oh, him yeah. to have this big, you know, welcome back, finish your career here with us. The next thing you know, he catches, plays well. I think it's traded to a contender again in July. So hopefully that doesn't happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, that that really would be the worst case scenario. I mean, I, I didn't mind him when he came over to New York for those 35 games. Um, he played a big role for us, uh, at least off the bench he did. Um, I was actually kind of hoping the Yankees would be interested in him, but it's all right. Yeah, you still All need right. a starting left fielder, right? Uh, yeah, we do. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> transition, maybe. Yeah, could be. A good one. Go ahead. So there's uh, there's some reports out there. Uh, Jerickson Profar, who is still a free agent. Uh, Yankees have checked in on him. Um, it's really the only team that I've heard in the last couple days. Uh, I don't know if you guys have heard any anything different. but No, I mean, that's basically it now. I'm not too deep into the Jerks and Profar news, so I could easily be overlooking any team that uh, has the slightest bit of interest. But, I mean, hey, if that's the Yankees need a left fielder, he's a utility guy. He can play basically anywhere. Uh, and you could easily transition him to a bench role if they – I don't know what their minor league system looks like in terms of outfielders coming up. So I, it's not some guy where you feel obligated to keep him as a starter – so I think it'd be a good fit if they can, uh, if that's what they're looking for. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, yeah. Go ahead, Mella. No, I just, I'm just adding on to the teams here. I've also just looking at it. I've heard Rangers, Mariners, and I mean, Marlins and uh, Red Sox. So those are the other teams that are interested. I could see those other places being potential fits. Uh, I think Profar's, he's, I I think towards the end of last year he got a little overhyped, but I mean, ever since then he's always been an underrated player. I've always liked him off of the bench. Um, in the Yankees' case, at least, uh, I would see them using him as their everyday left fielder. Um, I branching off what you said, Matt, uh, our farm system is not looking too great with outfielders. We have Spencer Jones and we have uh Jason Dominguez. Uh, Dominguez is still a, a few years off. Um, I don't see him coming up in the majors this year. Um, so I could see him moving that role with Oswaldo Cabrera, uh, very easily. Um, but whoever, whoever does get pro far in the end, um, I think is they're going to be a better team with him than without him. Um, I think he adds that versatility and that, that nice bat off the bench. Uh, and as you said, Matt, he's very versatile, uh, versatile. So you can play him multiple positions. Yeah, and that's a lot of value in of itself because 
Like you never know. Obviously, you never know what injuries are going to pop up. If there's a guy who can play uh, outfield and infield, especially, that's a very very valuable piece and yeah, just a great asset for your team to have. And uh, well, we'll move on because another team that added a nice asset that Cubs signed Trey Mancini to. Uh, I don't know. I don't know any contract details on this. Someone somebody looked that up quick, and then uh, I don't think it was a. Uh, too long of a deal, obviously, and not for a whole lot. But hey, they got it. They got a guy, and Trey Mancini. At the very worst, we saw he wasn't great in the World Series or in the postseason necessarily at all. But I mean, we've seen his potential. He's in all. He's been an All Star, right? Oh yeah, yeah. So he's been an All Star, and we know he has pop, and he's a good hitter, good good fielder, good hitter, and whether. I don't know if he'll be their starting first baseman because they still got uh, Patrick Wisdom. Does he play first base or is he third base? <laughs> mm. I, I, we're doing a deep dive into Cubs, so, uh, Cubs okay. roster. It, it's looking like Eric Hosmer is lined up to be their potential first baseman. That's and right. then um, you have Wisdom, who I don't see on their potential roster. Yeah, I'm, I think he is third base. Yeah. Third, I think so. That right now, MLB on Fox has uh, their projected lineup to have Christopher Morel start third base. Okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Trey Mancini as DH though makes perfect sense. Uh, good hitter. He needs to get in his groove again. So, and we said we'd do maybe a little dive into the Cubs here because they did make some signings. Uh, this is the Fangraphs what their projected 2023 lineup looks like. Nico Horner at second base. Dansby, obviously, they signed to that massive deal. Uh, shortstop. Ian Happ in left field, which he's been – he took a big jump last year. Did a big improvement. Glad they didn't trade him. But uh, Seiya Suzuki in right. Eric Hosmer, like you said at first. Trey Mancini, DH. Center field, Cody Bellinger. Um, you won't get much out of him, so don't worry about that. <laughs> hey, he's still a former MVP caliber player, so. I don't know if he's gonna return to that form, but we know he's got the he's got the skills. Uh Christopher Morel at third, Tucker Barnhart, I believe, signed with them just this offseason at catcher. And then in the rotation, obviously bringing in Stroman or Stroman last year and then Tyone this offseason. Uh Justin Steele, he made a nice breakout last year. And then Drew Smiley. That guy, I don't know how he is still in the league. He has been around for a long time and has been the most, probably I would say slightly below average pitcher. If you could tell me, hey, name a slightly below average major league pitcher. He's still major league caliber. Drew Smiley might be my go-to answer. Um, And then Keegan Thompson rounding out the uh, rotation there. So Cubs looking like a decent roster. They're spending money, so... Mello, what do you think? I mean, like I said a couple weeks ago, I think it was all four of us. Um, you're starting to see moves happen. And when you traded away all your fan favorites at the deadline in 2021, you know, Baez, Bryant, Rizzo, it's like, what are we doing here? We're just going to tank and start losing games now? Now you're starting to see the idea of what they're trying to do. Bring get some um get your farm system back, 
save some money and then go big a couple seasons down the road. And they're in the process of doing that right now. So good, good for the Cubs. Those fans deserve to see a winning ball club. I think, especially after they won the world series in 2016. And I think a lot of fans in Chicago and a lot of baseball fans thought that they were going to be around for a while contending. And they were very quickly out of it two, three years later. So Good for Chicago to see their team making some moves and improving. Kyle? Yeah, no, I you guys said it pretty good. I mean, it's it's nice to see that um these teams who seem like bottom feeders just all around all of a sudden, you know, have a really very solid offseason. Um and that's exactly what this Cubs team did. Uh, as you said, I mean these guys went from winning the World Series a few years back to being bottom feeders and spending the money and rounding out some nice pieces. Um, I'm not saying they're going to be a huge contender this year, but, I mean, this team is going to be sneaky, and I think they they could contend for a wild card spot. I would say that's not necessarily an outlandish statement at all, uh, mm-hmm. especially in the next coming years. I don't necessarily see it happening this year, but definitely no. – Two years down the road, or next season necessarily, I don't know. Could be a, could be in the works, and I have no idea what the free agent class next year looks like. But the Cubs have shown historically they're willing to spend. They're uh, they got plenty of money. They're a good franchise. Seems like pretty well run. Um, mm-hmm. I would say that you can't really count on them to be down for long, and they've shown that. Like it's not an A situation where for the next ten years. 10 years, maybe that's a stretch. Next five years, we don't expect anything out of them because they don't seem to be willing to spend money. Where the Cubs, they've been down for, like Melo said, trading all their guys away in 2021 to now they're back signing Dansby Swanson to a huge contract and bringing in Stroman, Tyone, uh, clearly willing to spend on some higher-tier guys. So, Yeah, and another thing that if you're a Cub fan, you feel real good about, division's not that good. Division's that not that true. good. After the Cardinals, he, this I, I'm not saying this year. It could be this year. You never know. But after the Cardinals, it's like Brewers, Cubs. It's like it could go either way. But because you never know, the Brewers might take a step back. I mean, they missed the playoffs this past season, and who knows? They might continue to take another step back and trade those pieces. Corbin Burns, looking at you, buddy. <laughs> could use you. <laughs> so... Division's not very good and could come back to Fenway. I mean, Fenway, Jesus Christ. It could come back to Wrigley in a couple of years. So, yeah. I think that's that's a lot for uh, the Cubs. I mean, I didn't know we were going to do a whole deep dive, but I think we covered it pretty well because you got to acknowledge they made moves and they're trying to trend in the right direction. So, yeah, good for them. I uh, want to move on to the next. Uh, any other big free agent signings? By big, I say mediocre. <laughs> uh, I would say just to kind of round out the rest of these, uh, that we got two here. Adam Duvall went to the Sox, uh, on a, Red Sox, that is, on a one-year $7 million deal. And Tommy Pham uh, went to the Mets. Uh, I don't have – I'm going to have to guess it's a one-year deal, but um, no confirmation on that. And there's nothing – uh, the deal is worth $6 million. So there we go. All right. 
Which, hey, Adam Duvall seems to love to leave the Braves, and they just seem to bring him back, trade him or sign him, pick him up, whatever. Because this is like, I think he's had two or three different stints with the Braves and then goes to another team and then he comes back to the Braves. But, hey, good for the Red Sox. I mean, they picked up a quality outfielder. He's not He's not a bad player, so. Kyle, your division. Let's let's hear it. You're uh, our rivals. Yeah, um, they're dead you know, to me. I've been, I've been. No, I, I, I have been very, um, I guess you could say lenient with the Red Sox. Um, I, I feel bad for their fans, man. Uh, that's what it truly comes down to. Um, I don't get me wrong. I find some much enjoyment seeing the Red Sox finish in fifth place in the AL East behind the Orioles. Um, but um, this is good for their team. Um, I think it's an underrated move. Um, this Red Sox team needs all the help they can get. Um, I was extremely happy when they extended Devers. Um, I went on a whole spiel about that last uh, last time we we met here. But um, yeah, uh, underrated move um, pairs nicely with Verdugo and um, Yoshida. I think his name is not entirely sure, but uh, it, it pairs it pairs nicely in that outfield. So. Um, hey, good for the Red Sox. So MLB bad. That that's what you can you can say. I don't know. Adam Duvall's solid. I mean, yeah. I I don't think he's a bad pickup at all. Yeah, and I'm gonna pull up his stats here real quick because I would I think he has a 30 home run season. I feel like he did that very yes. recently. three times. Recently. Yeah. 2021 he had 38 home runs okay so yeah, there we go <laughs> 38 at, yeah and he led the league in rbis so that this is kind of very underrated moves now last year he batted 213 and had 12 home runs so hey i mean guys have down years what are you gonna what are you gonna do about it but underrated pickup i'm actually liking this a little bit now for the red sox now, if if if, uh, if you can refresh my memory here, Adam Duvall is a lefty or a righty? Adam Duvall, he's a righty. yes, he's a righty. He's a righty. Okay, I was about to say if he was a lefty, that pair that would pair very nice with the pesky pole out there. But yeah. hey, who knows? Maybe he'll some, hit some oppos out there. Uh, yeah. You can get some cheapos there. Why not? He <laughs> says the guy sh- as a Yankee fan. Right? Yeah, ha <laughs> real funny. <laughs> I might see a sharp uh, incline in Adam Duvall doubles this year off of the monster. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, really quick, this is interesting. Do you guys know what he, what team he started his career with? I'm not going to answer because I just saw it. Oh, okay. I just guessed Giants. the Marlins. Giants. Oh, Giants. Yeah. Okay. I could not say I know that. knew that. Mello, did you know that before looking? I did not know that before yeah. looking. I'm going to be honest I, with you. He's been around for a while, since 2014. Wow. Good. All right, and the next move that we have uh, is Tommy Pham signing with the New York Mets on a $6 million deal. I mean, (laughs) yeah. I don't like this one as much as I like uh, Adam Duvall. I don't know. I never never got the Tommy Pham hype, just. (laughs) I got the Tommy Pham hype when he was with Tampa. Uh, just because I've seen so many games where he was demolishing the Yankees pitching left and right. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then, of course, when he finally leaves the AL East, he decides to plummet. Um, 
but hey, uh, I I guess it's a bench piece for the Mets. Um, I mean, Tommy Pham is a starter. I I don't like that, but as a bench piece, I don't mind it. I mean that you would have to imagine that's his role. It has to as be a on bench. That team. Yeah, exactly. They're which loaded. is not which is not a bad thing. You know, no, I don't think hey, so. If he can get a ring out of it, which they, I'm not at all saying he will be, because trust me, I'm not making World Series picks for the Mets. Um, but if he can, hey, good for him. And to at least be know you're on a going to be on a contending team, that's good to have. And a veteran pre- presence, he provides that. So, yeah. Let's just hope the Mets don't want to do some fantasy leagues. In the middle of it, <laughs> but uh, when did the Mets play the Giants? We need to we need to get eyes on that. I, Make sure we're we tracking him and Jock. Oh Mets boy! Versus Giants, they meet up April twentieth, four twenty, <laughs> uh, through the twenty third, and then they meet again in uh June, end of June, early July. So, okay, we'll see TV. Yeah, we may have to get boots on the ground for that one. <laughs> I mean, either way, we got we we got people who can cover uh, San Fran and some people who can cover New York. So yeah, make sure uh, no fights break out, or if fights do break out, we will definitely want to watch them and uh, get all the coverage we can. So <laughs> exactly. All right, uh, I guess on to some very more um, some more uh, exciting news. The Dominican Republic um, released their WBC roster. That's pretty mid. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't know about that. That's all right. I think I would. I, I I'm scared as a fan rooting for the United States. Yeah, I'm scared. It's a legit roster. Yeah. I mean, well, if we go down through the lineup or position wise. Uh, starter, your starter is probably going to be Sandy Alcantara, reigning NL Cy Young. Behind the dish, Kyle's favorite Yankee catcher of all time, the GOAT, Gary Sanchez. Thank you, Gary. Um, <laughs> uh, first base, Vladdy Jr. Second base, they have Jose Ramirez slotted in there. I don't know how much he actually played in, in Major League Baseball at second base, but he's an athlete, so I mean, literally – as dumb as it sounds, put him every put him anywhere. I'm being serious. Probably put him anywhere. Uh, Jeremy Pena at shortstop, Machado at third. You also have Devers on the team who could play uh, third base instead. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if you're doing that defensively, but they have him slotted as a DH. Uh, Soto in right field, Julio in center, and Starling Marte. Better hope Soto can keep the ball in front of him. <laughs> If you go down through uh, their bench too, they got some. They got some guys on the bench: Ahmed Rosario, Eloy Jimenez, Francisco Meja. Um, I butchered that last name. Fran Mil Reyes, Gene Segura, Jorge Polanco, Jose Philly's Siri. Legend. Yes, Philly's legend. Love you, Gene. Cattell Marte, Marcelo Zuna, Nelson Cruz, GM of the team and player. Love that. <laughs> O'Neill Cruz, Pedro Severino, Robbie Cano. That's crazy. Oh. That he's on the team. <laughs> <laughs> Teoscar Hernandez, Wander Franco, which is crazy that he's on the bench, and Willie Adames. He's the future. Yeah. Franco's I... 20, what year is it, 23? So he's 20, 
27. Jesus Christ. Damn. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I guess though. So. It's every four years. Uh, this was weird with it should have been in 2021, but yeah. I think... So I guess they'll just do it another four years from now, yeah. not two years because of the delay. That yeah. that is what they should do. But uh, anyway, and then in the rotation, like I said, Sandy, Framber Valdez, Christian Javier, Luis Castillo. I don't know that I want to go through all the guys in the bullpen, but they got some guys, Camille Duvall, Emmanuel Classe, uh, Gregory Soto, Johan Duran, uh, Johnny Cueto. They have him in the bullpen. He could be a starter or uh, Sir Anthony Dominguez too. So uh, you forgot Wandy. Did I? Yeah, you okay, can't forget okay. Wandy Peralta. <laughs> <laughs> this is the uh, stacked lineup. Yeah. Wow. Boy. Just That's, looking at this, yeah. and just looking at this team, I have the lineup from 2017 in front of me. So, this is a whole different group of guys. So, leading off was Jose Reyes at shortstop, Manny Machado at third base, Robinson Cano at second. Left field was Jose Bautista. Uh, first base was Carlos Santana, I believe. Yeah. Right field was Nelson Cruz. DH was Adrian Beltre. Uh, center field was Starling Marte. And your catcher was uh, Castillo. I don't know why I'm blanking on his first name. It's only showing me the, the last names. That's why. Yeah, which who would that be? Castillo. Castillo. The only Wellington Castillo is the only one I'm thinking of. He used to play for the Cubs. Okay, yeah. It's Wellington and Alberto. Oh, wait, no. Yeah, yeah. Well, Wellington. Wellington Castillo. There we go. Good pool, Matt. <laughs> so, this so is yeah, different. A lot of new guys, but a lot of good guys. Yeah. I mean, going down through there, I would love to get a count on how many MVP votes are on that team because oh. that infield, I know Jeremy Pena didn't get any, but Machado, Ramirez, Vladdy Jr., and Devers, if you want to count them in that as the DH. That might be like a best, best four or five group. We know, I know we say the uh, the USA team is stacked, but this team is this team's loaded too. Yeah, how many steroid users are on this team? <laughs> <laughs> Would Tatis be on this team if he wasn't suspended? So apparently, he was going to play for the DR if he didn't get okay. suspended. So wow, ha ha. That's what you get. <laughs> I mean, imagine him on this team though, too. Where would you even put him? I think you'd put him because I'd rather, stop, right? I that's yeah. You'd probably have him over Pena, in my uh, opinion. Well, that's probably the Dodger fan in me. I'd rather have Pena <laughs> out there, which is from I the Astros, like, neither, which isn't yeah, any better. Say, but which neither, is, no good choices for you, but yeah. This team is pretty good. Do we even know their manager? Uh, not that you need one because this team is, is so stacked. <laughs> is it Nelson Cruz? I know he I, – I think he assembled the team. I don't know if he's the man, per se manager what, too. What did he have to do to assemble this team? He just said, hey, come play with me. And Okay, okay sure. <laughs> yeah, and it, literally – I mean, we have to remember, too, that these guys in the Dominican Republic and Puerto Rico, all these other countries, they take that very seriously. They take yeah, that yeah. with a lot of pride. 
which was the big problem for the U.S. in 2017. They couldn't get the superstars like like Trout. Um, they couldn't get some of these other guys to play for Team USA. Now they still got some good guys. They had Arenado. They had um, Buster Posey. So they had a bunch of guys, but it took them yeah. to win in 2017 for a lot of these superstars to say, you know what? I want to play for Team USA. So. Which is it's good. Glad they represent. Uh, Rays coach Rodney Linares, L-I-N-A-R-E-S, uh, will manage the Dominican and the World oh. Baseball Classic. And I'm not lying about Nelson Cruz. A Sports Illustrated article, Nelson Cruz to serve as GM of Dominican uh, Republic World Baseball Classic team. So whatever he needed to do to get the dudes together, he was able to get it done. So And and get himself on the team as well. So Nelson Cruz, uh, he, he, he might be a shell of his former self, but he's a very well-respected player um, around Major League Baseball. I, I, I can't even imagine the the respect and and the pedestal that the DR puts him on, and rightfully so. Um, Nelson Cruz was one of the most exciting baseball players in the last decade. So, hey, props to props to Nelson Cruz. Yeah, the thing I'm most afraid of is Nelson Cruz and Robinson Cano haven't done much in the last couple of years. The thing I'm afraid of is the minute they put on that jersey, they're oh, just yeah. gonna they're gonna go off. We're getting to turn back getting... the clock. We're we're getting we're we're getting prime Robbie Cano when he was on the Yankees and oh, uh, yeah. and and prime Nelson Cruz when he was with the Twins. <laughs> oh boy! Yeah. Does it seem like these uh, the Team USA and Dominican might be on the crash course for meeting up in the final? If that's how it works, I don't, I don't know semi. I think that's wise. how it works. Okay, I didn't know if they're on opposite sides of the bracket per se. If that's if that's how it works or not, but let me see. Let me go to their website. I'm pulling it up. Either way, I feel like they will probably meet at some point, and it will be so. Game. So these teams cannot meet up in the final, okay? Because they play on the same side of the bracket. Mm-hmm. So they oh. could meet up in the quarterfinals, which sucks. Wherever they meet, it's gonna be it's gonna be a very very good game. Yes. Everybody's going to be watching. Watch it get more uh, attention or more uh, better ratings in the World Series. I believe it. I I wouldn't be surprised. World Series got terrible ratings this year. And why is that, Matt? (laughs) I I don't know. People are sick of seeing the Astros. That's what it is. Uh, That and there's another reason behind that. The Eagles Eagles are really good this year. They didn't want to watch the Phillies. Oh no, it's okay. I I don't I don't think you care about ratings when your team's in the World Series. No, everybody no. has to suffer through this. Yeah. Yep. I mean, so that... would... go ahead. So who would you guys have as the favorite right now, Team USA or, or the Dominican Republic? Mm. After seeing this, I'm kind of leaning towards the DR to be honest with you. Yeah, I agree with you. What What are the odds? Oh shit! If they're that. out, I think the odds are out. Let me see. Don't put money on it, by the way, because okay, here we go. Preferred sportsbook. <laughs> preferred oh. sportsbook. Uh, this is according to Fox Bet. So okay, 
take it for what it's worth. Um, they actually have the United States as the favorite right now. Wow. wow. At two, plus 260. I don't Dominic- feel confident with that. No, I don't. Followed by the Dominican Republic at plus 275. Japan it's- at plus 450. Puerto Rico at plus 18. I mean, uh, plus 800. Venezuela at plus 1,500. Cuba at 1,500 and Korea at 1,500. I might hey, that, take the it's DR. It's close, now. though. Yeah, it's close, though. So It is. Kind of feels like just those two teams have the best chance at winning. I mean, you can put Japan in there, too. After those top three teams, it kind of feels like chances to drop off a lot of, of winning at all. And just I have the bracket in front of me, and if you're lo- if you're looking at um, if you're a team like Japan, Korea, Cuba, you're gonna love it because if you were to play the U.S. or the Dominican Republic, that's not to the final. So you could watch the other side kill each other in like the quarters. One team will get out and have to come out of that, and then you gotta play them in the final when they've been literally going through murder's row just to get to the championship game. <laughs> yeah. So It's, it's going to be exciting. It is. I mean, is that any, any closing thoughts on the world baseball classic? The pressure's on the United States this time around. Yeah. Seems I'd like, say. Seems like in 2017, they were just playing with house money. Whatever happens, happens. Little did they know that they were playing to get the superstars in the next one. So yeah. kudos to that team because they set the way for a lot of these guys to finally want to play for the, for the United States. But you're one of the favorites now. You have to go win it. Yeah, expectations are high. It's going to be exciting. It is. All right, I, th- I think that pretty much closes it up for this episode, right? That's that's so. it, yeah. Yeah, eight I mean, days away till the World Baseball Classic. There we go. Crazy. It's getting closer, guys. Then, for all those absolute nerds out there, I think pitchers and catchers report pretty soon, in a, a month or so. Oh, so, yeah. I mean, got got to get all the early reports on whether Garrett Cole and Carlos Rodon are looking good. Uh, in spring training, how their long (laughs) toss is looking and if they're warming up well. So we're expecting reports from Kyle on the week. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, Moan toss is out now. So that's, that's wonderful. Yeah. Uh, Send him a get well soon card. Uh, Maybe stay away card. but (laughs) (laughs) All right. I think that's going to wrap it up. We'll see you guys next week. Adios. See you later.